Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. I have joy in my spirit. I was, I was thinking whether maybe I've received some money, but I noticed that it is not money. It is just the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. We are still on our series, The Lion Believer. And, and it is the more I look through it, the more I get excited for the Lord to liken me to the lion. The reason being that when the Lord calls the believer a lion, what he means is that he has set you in a place to function like a lion. And it doesn't matter who is who in the jungle. The lion is still the king. Hallelujah. You don't become a king because of your size. You become a king because of what is inside of you. Praise the Lord. So when the Lord called us lions, or he used the lion to explain our nature, he was not mistaken. He was giving us that proper place and foundation to function the way he wants us to be. You understand? Last week I gave you some of the uh, is it the antonyms, right? Of fear. And it means to have faith. It also means to be lion-hearted. So when they say somebody has a lion heart, it means that the person does not back down from a fight. Praise Jesus. The person is solid. The person is conk. And I want you to have this thing in your heart that I'm never ever going to back down from a fight, any fight whatsoever. I'm going to set myself on course. No matter what happens, I'm going to win. I've been posting something this dawn and these are things that were coming from my spirit as I was praying. Now, you, I said something. I said the Holy Spirit only amplifies the word of God in your spirit in the day of testing. If there is nothing there, forget it. Nothing will come up. In other words, if you have not tried to, to deal with headache, don't try cancer. I'm not the one to tell you you are fighting and losing battle. You will know by the outcome. Hallelujah. But when you start dealing with headaches, by the time you graduate from headaches to other things, eh, you notice that you have advanced over the time. And this morning, I want us to have this mindset that when the Lord called us lions, he put us in a place to, to, to grow. Hmm? He wants us to grow. He wants us to grow. He wants us to be, to be strong. Isaiah 5, 29. Isaiah 5, 29. It's our theme scripture. So he wants us to, to be like lions. We function like lions. I told you last time that lions roar. You must learn to roar. Roaring is part of your nature. You must roar. And the way the lion, the reason why it roars is because it uses the, the decibels in its throat to mark the territory. You understand? It marks their territory and also to, to establish its authority. So when a believer gets up and does not pray, you don't have authority. You don't demonstrate that authority. Do you understand what is happening? So you must set yourself on course to pray a lot because by praying you roar spiritual things. Hallelujah. Their roaring will be like a lion. Kaya. They will roar like young lions. Yes, they will roar and lay hold of the prey. 
In other words, I don't know how just roaring lays hold on the prey. Do you understand? When you begin to pray, spiritually something happens. You become like that magnetic force on the prey. When you begin to pray, when you begin to roar, you stretch forth your hands and you hold on to that which you have or you want. They will carry it away safely and no one will deliver. When a man who roars or knows how to pray, when you acquire anything, nobody can dislodge you, disengage you, or take it away from you. Never. Because it was birthed out of the place of demonstrating authority. So when it comes, it is that same authority that keeps it. Hallelujah. And then we spoke about fear. I said the lion does not have any, any, not even an ounce of fear. A drop of fear. No. The believer is not designed to be afraid. You are designed to go forward no matter what. Did you hear? I said you are designed to do what? No matter you have to add it. Go forward no matter. Because when the children of Israel were crossing the Red Sea, the Bible said that it was the Red Sea. Stretched forth the road and the water parted. Actually, when he stretched forth the road, the water didn't part immediately. It was when the horse stepped into the water first, then the water parted. Why? Because without the actions of faith, there is no reward of faith. Do you understand? Without the actions, and prayer is one of the actions of faith. To have no regard for circumstances of this natural world is to have deep regard for spiritual realities which is in the spirit realm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when you are a spiritual person, you don't give regard to the things of the natural. They may come. They may look boisterous. They may look hard. They may look difficult. They may look like they want to clamp you down and 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 harvest you like corn but it doesn't matter just keep walking because by your appearance the authority of god is demonstrated so most of the time the believers are you are not supposed to do anything just keep walking you know when there is a war and you refuse to see the war but you know there's a supernatural power backing you just walk to the war the war will fall if it can't fall it will sink mm -hmm. i like your amen i say i, I like your amen uh-huh so when we talk about the lion the lion is one who does not entertain fear now i want to talk about today's own today's own is an amazing one listen to this lions always choose a leader to be king over them and lead them praise the lord now in the wisdom of god he has not given it to any man to stand alone. However, the Bible says in the book of Ephesians, he gave some prophet, apostles, some prophets, some pastors, some evangelists, some teachers for the word, perfecting of the saints, meaning that he knows that somebody must be perfected. However, you can't just get up in yourself and perfect yourself. So he gave you a certain prime mover or a certain agent that will lift you from one stage of progress to the other. Do you understand? So every believer needs, needs somebody to hold his hand and lead him. Ideally, I need one. Do you, need, do you understand what I'm saying? I need somebody who I can look up to and go to him and say, this thing is not, when I put it here, that's input. How do I how can I put it there well? Then you say, okay, do this, do this, do this, do this. Do you understand? 
I said, no believer is designed to stand alone in this world. That is not how God made us. So when you find out that there's somebody around you, they hate instructions or they don't take instructions. When they say sit down, their buttocks begin to itch. They can't sit down. Number one, it's either they are a babe or if they are grown, they have outgrown training. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because in the wisdom of God, he does it that way so that you will know that God is with you. Do you hear what I said? I said, in the wisdom of God, he does it that way so that, you remember I preached that there is a blessing that no matter what you do, God will never give it to you because you went to prayer. There is a blessing. There is a blessing. No matter what you do, hmm? no matter what you do, God will only permit you to receive it through a man. So those of you who like God but hate men, prepare. You'll be alone for a very long time. So women are married. They say, I can be on my own. I can be, after all, I'm my own person. Be there. You will grow old. You need somebody to cuddle. And you won't get why? Because in the wisdom of God, he set up a structure. That structure is supposed to lead everybody in their proper place of joy. I'm talking to somebody here and I want you to listen carefully because when the Lord gives you a leader, it is not for, for him to usurp. Even if he usurps you for a time or for, for certain reasons, they are still all coming together for your building up. Do you understand? Now, anytime you see that there's a game. You go to a stadium and people shout, yeah! The people who shout the more, they are the fans. They are not the superstars. You understand? You go to the stadium. People punch there. Yes! They didn't score the goal. Oh, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I said, they, they didn't score the goal. They, they, are, they are fanatics. They are supporters. They came to support. Do you know why? Because the one who really punches the air and, and gets the salary, most of the time, who are, who are the stars, they are the ones who have gone through training. It is said that if you want to actually be a star, start training whilst you are young. Don't wait to grow. Hallelujah. Thank you. So all these people... I'm not saying, I'm not going to call them lions. I'm going to call them people. So please understand. Put yourself in there, okay? Now, all these people, this guy was like this guy some time ago. Do you understand? This guy, he was like this guy some time ago. And he needed somebody to be like this over him. In the wisdom of God, lions never ever just emerge. They are always trained. I told you last time that the first scar that the baby lion or the cub receives is from the father, not the mother. The lion will be like playing, playing, playing and then the father will give it a scratch. Because it is to introduce him to the realities of his world. That is what training does to you. And as a believer, you need training no matter who you are. Do you hear what I said? I said, no matter who you are, I want to tell you a quick story. There was a man of God who came up in the 90s, heavily anointed of God, gifted. I posted something today also. I said, 
the weakness of a man, if he depends on his charisma and the gifts that is inside of him, he has no future. He must constantly rely on the strength that God supplies daily because to have charisma is a gift. To have the gift of the spirit is actually a gift. You don't work for it. To prophesy, I cannot go and work for it. That will be juju. But if it is a gift, it is natural. I don't have, I just have to, and it begins to flow. So when the time comes for me to prophesy, I'll prophesy. if I don't, I can, if I conjure sensei to come, why? Because it is a gift. Do you understand what I'm saying? But when the man begins to rely on the gift and the abilities inside of him, he will fail. He must have that constant connection with God because that is where his source is. And I'm saying that anybody who has been trained will know that my constant, constant connection to God is my ultimate. And so the lion is trained to know that at this point I am under training. It is at this time that I advance. So do you know one of the things? Young lions, they, they, they go hunting with the women. So when the women pounce and they, they begin to observe and look, or when the male lion or the king lion goes out and begins to hunt, they, they begin to observe, then they follow rudiments. That is what we call training. And I told you last time that training is different from teaching. To teach is to just utter and to tell. That is all. But training, you do it so the person who is looking at you is seeing how you are doing it. So in the Bible says that train up a child. It didn't say teach the child. So if you find out that your child is not like you and you have a quality life but your child doesn't have it, it is not because your child you understand? Uh -huh. Because to teach is different from to train. I don't know how a father will have a discipline of getting up every dawn to do everything they have to do. And they are always up early. They are doing this. They have that discipline. But their children don't have it. And they are okay. Hey. Am I talking to you? It is called training. I was talking about the man of God. He came up. And when he came up, he was heavily anointed. And they told him, we know you are anointed, you are gifted. Take your time. Let God prepare you for the years to come. He said, oh no, people are perishing. And by what he means is that the anointing in him cannot, is in a hurry. <laughs> then they gave him the chance. Exactly three years. The man who was consecrated to God, set apart, before you hear female scandal, female scandal, female scandal. Now, now he, he, I don't know. He's just in some small place and people don't even go to his church anymore. But if he had taken his time, because what I'm telling you is a guy who was 19 years. 19 years. There is a difference. When you start ministry, 19 years. Ready? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Some of us were into our 30s before we started. easy. We're married. This guy is 19. Do you understand what I'm saying? Listen, the lion always chooses a leader to be king over them and lead them. I'm talking about the pride. At this point, every husband here should be that leader that his family needs. Every man must train himself to be that forerunner. You don't shift from your responsibilities. Like I said, the lions, they don't cross their path. They know what who must do, what who must do, what, what must happen. The, the females, they give birth, they hunt the food. 
the lion, he protects the territory for the female to be able to go and hunt so that no other territory will be taken, I mean, other territories will be taken in, in addition to what has already been taken, you understand? So, he keeps expanding the territory. That is his job. He doesn't change. There's a lot to learn from the lion. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is the lion king's responsibility to train the young how to fight. <laughs> how to do what? Oh yeah. Some of you, when I train you to fight, you don't like it. My methods are too slow. But you, you want it quick. Where are you going to? Where, where, are, you, where, where are you going to? Do you understand? Because the methods of God, God is not a magician. He's a father. Have you ever heard this statement before? I said, God is not a magician. He's a father. I'm asking, have you heard this statement? If you've heard it, lift up your hands. God is not a magician. He's a father. Lift up your hand. Let me see. Okay. How many of you know that as much as he's a father, he's not just somebody's father. He's your father. I want to see your hand. So, if God is your father and your father wants to train you, how would he do it? Abacadabra. Take it. Something magical. Take it. No, he doesn't do it that way. He sets himself to train you. So, a lot of people don't like the training of God because the training of God involves pain. You hear what I said? And do you know why it is painful? Because most of the time, whilst he's doing what he's doing, he's taking certain things out of your life and he's putting certain things inside. So, the things that he's taking out, they are things of comfort. You don't like it. You don't want him to touch them. Cry, don't touch it, God. Why do you want to touch them? Don't it. leave it. This one, I like it. Then he said, oh, let me touch this part of your life too. He said, oh, no, 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 don't touch it. Because why? The training of God requires, one of the things the Lord will take out of your life is your pride. It's the first thing. The first thing, your pride. A sister was 24. Very beautiful. She thought that her beauty would get her marriage until she was 36. Then she started praying, knowing that it is favor that gives marriage, not beauty. It is pride. Do you understand? Listen. When the Lord sets favor on you because of his training, you notice that you move from one grade to the other and another. You don't struggle. I'm talking about the lion. That the lion, no matter how kimping it feels, or looks, or actually is, it submits itself to training. Because training will bring the best in the lion. Leave me alone. I have finished my master's. Leave me. I can do all things. Leave me. I can do all things. Hey, Abrantia, it's only master. What about the one who gave you the master's? Besides, they say it's awarded. You didn't, even though you learned for it, they awarded it. So, so the question is this. You have master, so, so we should give you space to spoil your life. Listen, I'm saying that every believer needs training because in the training, you encounter the things that must get out of your life and you encounter the things that must come into your life. Hallelujah. It's the Lion King's work to train the young cubs on how to control their territory and expand it. That's what I'm saying. It is my duty. 
Praise the Lord. In the wisdom of God, he gave me to you. Do you understand? He gave me to you for your training. You, you don't have to look at me as the one who, who, who worries you. Look at me as the one who helps you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because you, you know that sometimes I'll deal with you harshly. Sometimes too, I'm cool. Please take your time. My human weaknesses all together, they come together to sharpen you. Hello? You see, you see what I said? I said, my human weakness and my divine strength that God has given me, you know, they are all in one soul. And the more I come close to you, I keep filing off all the excesses that you don't need in your life. Yes. Yes. Some people don't like it when it becomes painful, but pain is necessary in growth. Hallelujah. I was talking about the fact that when you see people punching the air, they are, they are the fans. Hey, shouting. That time, the one who scored the goal, he has done. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you understand? The one who scores the goal, he runs to the corner, then, he, then the rest, they'll be cheering him up. He's the star. By, by the way, every believer can be a star. Let me put it well. Every believer is designed to shine like the star. Because the Bible says that your, your stories are written in the firmament. It says you are the stars of God. So every believer is a star. You must shine. However, no star will shine except through training. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Anybody here, we are all young. So far, they have not seen any 60-year-old. I know what I'm saying. At the same time, I haven't seen a 30-year-old. You understand? Even me, myself, I'm just 20. Hallelujah. I think it is time for training. And some of the training is the very training of God. How pleasant is it is to make millions, you can boldly say there is no debt attached to it. Did, did you get you know what I said? How pleasant it is to the heart to know that I made money from genuine sources and it is God's doing that brought that money to me and I can enjoy it fully. Imagine if you buy a Range Rover from it. As you are willing, the praises of God are sung. As you turn left, the glory is seen. I mean, of course, you don't expect everybody to say you had it through genuine means. But I mean, those are another case. Those, those are our back case. But the main focus is that God brings prosperity that no man can challenge. Hallelujah. Now, when we talk about training, there's a key. The word train also means to teach. And to teach is the first way to train is to, is to give instruction. Praise the Lord. Please give me Ezra chapter 7 verse 10. Yes. For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it. Not only to do what? To seek it all. But to do what? To do it. And to do what? And what? In 
I set myself to study the word. Not only to study, but to do it and to teach it to you. Hallelujah. I said, lions are trained. They don't just grow. You know, some people try to keep lions as pets, right? One day, they did a research. They put one of those Arabian lions, they took it from Saudi Arabia, they put it back in the jungle in Africa. He saw a buffalo and started running. My people, where you grow is very important. Not just where. How you grow is very important. Because some of you are your parents taught you to do business. So doing business is easy. Your parents taught you to climb high mountains. So doing that is not, is not a problem. What about those who did not have parents to support them? To push them in places they want to go. What about them? That is why I'm preaching this message. The lion requires training. It is not too late to start learning. It's not too late to be trained. You must set yourself to be trained. Allow yourself for training. Because by so doing, you begin to climb heights. And, and, and in, the, in the kingdom of God, his training, nobody, you don't, you, don't, you don't say, oh, I'm 80. And I just found out that I have to go to class one. So God, take me to the university. In the school of God, you take every test. You never, you never jump one. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So it is required that the one training must teach you if I don't teach you, I have failed. Hallelujah. I say, if I don't teach you, I have failed. Oh. The next thing is, I must give instructions. And you must, you must be ready for it. Because, permit me to say this. I'm the king lion in this house. Eh? Some, of you will be, some of you are still under training. You will grow up to come and rule over prides, territories. But if this thing we are seeing here right now does not happen, we can never get to the place where you will be a ruler of a thousand people. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it is a process. Allow the process of God to take place. Take me to Proverbs. Proverbs 4, 13. Proverbs 4, 13. Proverbs 4. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her for she is your life. She is your life. She is your life. There is a time where the, the words spoken to you, the instructions given, it is not just for today. It carries you into a better life. Like for example, I tell, I tell somebody, oh, do well to start praying 30 minutes. And if you look at me, I don't, I have special cases. Some people, I tell them pray one hour. But some people, I just tell you, do 15 minutes. Do 15. If you cannot do 15 minutes, I will never tell you to do one hour. 15 minutes, you pray. 3 minutes, then you look. Hey, you feel like it is 4 hours. 3 minutes. It has happened to me before. The first day I said, Lord, today I'll do 3 hours. I wanted to prove to God. Then I, I entered the place. I knelt down. I prayed down. I was sweating. Then I came out. I look at my time, 15 minutes. I said, this is how it is. Now, there's this spiritual energy in a man, spiritually. Listen, it is not macho that we used to preach or we used to pray. 
you can find out that somebody is bulky, but if their spirit is not exercised in prayer, you, you take them to the prayer field and they begin to pray. By the time they get to three hours, yeah, bah, 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 yeah, bah, bah, bah. but I know some people, they pray three hours and they begin to jump. They have started. Five hours they have zoomed. Seven hours their cylinders are firing well, well. If you don't go through the training of 15 minutes, don't try 45 minutes. By the time you get to one hour, you are disappointed in God. Because you begin to ask, which blessing are you giving that you want me to suffer like this? <laughs> Do you understand? It is called training. It, everything has its place. There's a time where you yourself, nobody has to tell you, you yourself, as you begin to pray, you know that this my 30 minutes is not even satisfying me myself. Not that it's not addressing the issue, no. You yourself, it is not satisfying you. It is training. Hallelujah. The next thing to talk about is this. Every lion learns how to restrain. Do you know that sometimes the cubs would like to escape into territories they don't know? And then it is the mother's responsibility. They keep pushing them close, pushing them close. Some of you, when I come close to them, you are running. Oh, so for there, he likes to give pressure, pressure. So let me find a way of dodging him. Eh, I will find you. I say, I will find you. There's a time for everything. There's, there's a way I can pray. The Lord will show you up. You won't even know. I just pray, Lord, that one, give that person no rest. Simple prayer. The Lord answers every time. I say, Lord, this one, let them never ever find rest until they learn your rudiments. Before you notice, before you notice, one thing happens. You try to solve it, it doesn't solve. Another thing happens. You try to solve it, it doesn't solve. Then something clicks you. Oh, I have to start praying. Then when you make up your mind that you want to start praying, you say, how would you pray? I have to talk to a sofa. Then you come to me. And guess what? When you come to I never say, I never say, shut up, go, it is done. You know me already. I say, oh, is that so? Then we must pray. What are we doing? We are starting the machine inside of you. It will begin to work. Before you see, you are firing and flying. That is what I'm talking about. You need training. Do you know that some people, I can never tell them, why do you want to go out? Don't go. But there are others, I'll tell them, don't go. Somebody will understand. They think that I'm stopping them, I'm stopping their freedom. It is not. Some people, I can look at, depending on my relationship with you, I can look at you at a certain time and tell you, from this time to this time, spend this time, I'll see a vision about you, I'll never tell you. I won't. The reason is because it is the training that is the most important, my people. The training of God is paramount. Listen, he said, until we all come to the full stature of Christ, it's not so that you buy a four-wheel and a house and pay your children. That is not their life. Their life is that you must exemplify Christ. When you are walking, they must see power. When you are walking, they must see character. When you are walking, they must see God nature walking. It is not because you are fine, you are beautiful, you are handsome, you've got hair on your chest and on your back, like who see it. So it means that you there, you are. No, that's not it. The real life is to exemplify Christ everywhere you go. So please, if you admire somebody who does not have the nature of Christ, and you think the person is doing well. Hold it, hold it because that is not what we call good success. God defines good success. He said it is the one that he alone gives and in training he gives good success. 
next thing. And it is painful, but I have to say it. The Lion King gives a command. Do you know that when the Lion King wants to lead the pride to a certain place, nobody is in front of him. He leads. Give me another picture. He leads. He's the one who leads. And when he's leading and he's going, it is, it is order. So you see this fine face, this fine face. You see the way they are cuddling and everything. It is this two thing, this one. It will give it the first bite. So, so when you when you look at your pastor and you say, "My pastor, he's not like this pastor." Go to that pastor. Do you understand what I'm saying? Once the Lord gave you to Grace Army Church, I will train you the way the Lord has taught me. Well, some of you you need bites. In fact, some of you, I must pray the Lord, let their business go down small so they'll learn to come close to you. Uh, we are Marshall. Listen to what I'm telling you. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying that, I'm saying that, oh Jesus. It looks like the believer never knows or never realizes but your relationship with God is far more important to him than anything you ever do on the earth. You did what I said? It looks like a lot of people, they don't know, it looks like it, but for you to get up every morning and say, Lord, thank you, his heart is at peace than all the running about that we do. First Thessalonians chapter 5 27 I charge you and I said some of you I can't charge you it's to give you a charge hey. to be too also who wants to suppress me oh yes also for who does he think he is small pastor that he is. Look at he's not even old. He's a young man. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read to all the holy brethren. And Paul wrote the letter. And he said, let them share it among all. Every church member must hear of the content of this letter. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you know what the meaning of charge? Do you, do you know what charge means? I mean, what, what it means to charge somebody. Number one, it means to force an oath on a person. <laughs> to force an oath. So like, you don't want to do it, but I say you will do it. Oh, I don't feel, you will do it, you must do it. To administer an oath, it also means to adjure or solemnly implore. You know when you go to the court, they say, I adjure you. The magistrate or the, the judge says that I adjourn. It means that you, it is not like your will is at play. No. The circumstance is above your will. <laughs> Do you understand? The lion, the lion king provides. He's the one who takes care. 
He's training them. In the training, he provides. You always choose a leader for them to provide for them. Are you here with me? First Timothy chapter 5 verse 8. I'll close very soon. I'll close very soon. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 8. But if any does not provide for his own version say house, especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and he's worse than an unbeliever. Hello? I don't know, all the Bible, this is the only scripture that says that something can negate your faith. <laughs> if you're a husband, if you're a head of the house and you don't take care of your house, you say, you are worse than an unbeliever. I don't know. For not taking care of your house, you have denied the faith. And you are worse than an unbeliever. The Bible calls it an infidel. Praise the Lord. Do you know that as a man of God in this house, I have to provide for you? Do you know what I supply for you every day? One thing, not two, one. I supply the spirit. Finish. I have to supply the spirit on your behalf every day. And, and I found out that the more I supply, the more the same faces that I keep praying for, the more the same faces bless me. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just telling you pastoral stuff. When the pastor begins to pray for the church members, the people around him, it's just amazing, but the same people begin to bless him. Even the Sunday school people, I have received gifts from them. You understand what I'm saying? Even the Sunday school. It is one of the requirements of the Lion King to provide for the family. So, when this territory is under threat, he, will, he, as a leader, will now have to start looking for another territory for them or place for them to occupy. It is never the work of the woman. So, if you are a man here, please, learn now. Learn training. <laughs> Take your time and be trained because the time is coming. You will notice that a lot of people depend on you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And, and let me quickly say that in providing for you, one of the things I feel it is my responsibility strongly because Paul spoke about it is, is that I must give marriage counseling or marriage guidance. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, it's very, very important. Let me show you why I'm saying this. Let's go to Genesis 24 on verse 1 to 4. So this is Abraham talking. Genesis 24 from verse 1 to 4. I quote this scripture a lot. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in age. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. It is possible for somebody to be blessed in all things. Never forget this. Hallelujah. I said it is possible. When you walk with God, God can bless you in all things, not some. You don't win some today and lose some tomorrow. You win at all times. Did you hear that one? 
Yes, so I'm taking my time to show you that there's something like this. When you walk with God, you'll be blessed all the time. Not some of the time, all the time. Say, I'm blessed. Just like Abraham. All the time. Say, I believe it. And it is my portion. Do you believe it? I can't hear you. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? Okay. So Abraham said to the oldest servant of his house, who ruled over all that he had, please, Put your hand under my thigh. That word there, under my thigh, is not my thigh. He actually said, put your hand under my shaft. Next verse. Do you understand? Do you understand? Those who understand. In those days, when somebody wants, to, wants you to swear something very deep, he opens up his private part and tells you, put your hand there and swear. It means that he's giving you his, his heart. If you lie to him, you see something. And I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell. But you shall go to my country and to my family and take a wife for my son Isaac. In other words, not only was he willing and ready to ensure that his son Isaac was blessed, but even the woman he will marry, he did it. Hallelujah. Hmm. Remember one of the times a sister wanted to marry a guy and then my pastor said to the sister oh we are not saying don't marry the, the guy but take your time small eh? take your time, let's, let's look at some let's pray for about six months and let's see just get, tell him that you're not ready now but six months oh no 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 ah. it, will, it, will, it will the love will go cold <laughs> My pastor said, okay, I can only advise. You are, it is yours to take. So, then quickly, quickly, quickly. Then this sister did it. Then they were there, they were there. Then she gave birth one. She gave birth two. Ah! All of a sudden, the guy will come to church one and not come again. Church one and not come again. Before we notice, the guy stopped coming to church. Our pastor will call the guy. Then he will dodge. Oh, I'll come, come. Shoo! Now he stopped sleeping at home. They were looking for the guy. They didn't find the guy. <laughs> Apparently he has rented a, a new place. And he is there with another girl. And he has taken off his wedding ring. And they asked him why. He said, the girl doesn't respect. <laughs> and then my pastor So if your wife does not respect you, it means that you should leave home. Now listen. When you marry a man of destiny, listen. When you marry a man, he will, look, he, will, he will look at your weaknesses and deem them irrelevant. You know what I said? Yes. You can be very, you can be, you can be all that they will say a negative woman is. But when you find the one who is right, you find out that the person will accommodate everything. Please. There are some mistakes we don't do. Do you understand? When you're about to jump into marriage, you don't do. But if you happen to jump into, you have to find solution. But the best solution is not to jump. <laughs> I mean, it is like you go and find trouble for yourself, then you invite God into the trouble. Do you understand? Why do you want to trouble God when God has not troubled you? 
I'm talking about training. I'm talking about, listen, I, the pastor's duty is to provide training. Training is necessary. And some of you, the training, do you know, do you know some of the training that is happening here? The training, sometimes, some of you, is to be at one place for a very long time. A brother said, told the story of how he and he, he like he is a colleague, right? He had a colleague. They were under his pastor. His pastor prayed for them and released them to go and start ministry. So this one started ministry. When he started, this one was supposed to, the one that left first, he started the ministry and then the one who was released later went to him and said, oh, Papa has released me, so I want to join you for a while. Before I meet you, I go and start. Okay, if you do, then go to the ocean department. <laughs> do you understand? Co-pastors, co-pastors. The one who came out first, please arrest every crime baby. Thank you. Then, he went to the church. His friend, his colleague, made him usher. Usher. He got angry. Me, usher. He said, then he said, in our church, nobody jumps. You start from here, you go here, then you go here. <laughs> so when he, he got there, he, he said, okay, I'll do. Usher, one and a half years, no promotion. When he, when the, the day the guy wanted to promote him, and then the guy was talking there, he, gave, he, he himself gave a prophetic word. I will take you here, I'll take you, I'll take you here. Then that was the day he stopped Usher's job. And then he went to start his own ministry. Listen. In the, in the training of God, eh? in the training of God, the way you want it to go, it won't go that way. However, he will train you. <laughs> you want to be smart. He's the smartest. You want to be smarter. He's the smarterest. If there's a word like that. In other words, he's smarter than your smartness. So the day you think you have taught, he has actually overthought. And he knows where to put you well. That will be, and, and I can tell you for a fact. Listen. The blessing of the Lord will come to you no matter what. However, the training of God too will come. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The last one I'll talk about is the fact that some people don't like to be constrained or restrained. The last one. Please, in training, when you have a son, and your son wants to cross the street at all costs. And the son is only four years. In our house, we, we don't stop the children. We let them act any way they want. We want their natural talents to come out. Crossing the street is a natural talent. Do you understand what I'm saying? Look. What, whether you like it or not. God will never allow you to cross the street at age four. <laughs> Even age six. You will give when you are crossing, look left, look right, and look left again before you cross. He, he's, he, the lion is always there watching over his own because they together choose you be our leader. You be. And let me tell you something. Do you know the people who choose the leaders? It's the women. I'm talking about the she lion. Uh -huh. They choose who must be their leader. And do you know how they do it? When the two males are fighting, they go and cross their legs and they're observing. The day they beat you, you never meet with one again. You hear what I say? I say the day, the day when they find out that this one lost the fight, it, that lion actually might live in isolation for the rest of its life. And the one because listen to what it said. 
It is said that they want to retain strong genes. They don't like weak genes. Women, don't look for broad-chested men. If you like it, it is good. But that alone does not solve the problem. When the devil begins to bark, your husband's broad chest will not answer the question. It is a man who has stamina in the spirit. A man who knows his worth. And a man who is spiritual does not need to carry that air. No, no, not that one. Not that one. I'm talking about one who is fortified and solidified in the word. He's as stable and as stable, as stable as a house built on a rock. He's not shaken by the winds of this world. The circumstances of this life. So if you are choosing, choose well. Choose one who is resilient. Choose one who is focused. Choose one who is steady, 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 steady. He's not boisterous. The issues of life do, you know, like the girl, the guy will come from town. Hey, what, will we, what shall we do? What, you the man, you are asking the woman, what shall we do? Because there was a, the, the fights of life beat him in town. He's looking for a, some place to hide. May that never ever be your portion. I can't hear you. I said, may that never ever be your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus. May you be that strong man. May you be that strong woman. Set up by the training of the Lord. To triumph in everything you do. Hallelujah. Rise up to your feet with me. Aminka wasem Maminka niawashemi We masunyame We masu Maminti wasem Maminti niawashemi Nase ubuyas Nase Miniwa Mami the female lions always want to retain the strongest gene in the family is because they will produce the next kings, the next kings and the next kings be that person who is always ready to produce the next best thing, hallelujah it takes training never ever avoid the training of your leader Never ever, every leader must be trained by a leader. If you find out that you have a floor member training you, change your position. You must be trained by a leader. Because if you are born a leader, you must start knowing the way leaders act right from your infancy. Hallelujah. I want us to pray one prayer quickly. Lord, give me the understanding. Give me the heart to follow your leadings. Be it through your word, be it through the spirit, or be it through your man of God. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Tell the Lord, 
Lord, your training. The sources of your training, Lord. Tell the Lord, tell the Lord, give me the heart to follow your leadings. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Our Father, we thank you for this morning. I pray one prayer, Lord, that none of us here will ever, ever be regarded as people who don't heed to your instructions, your charge, your rule command and your restrictions ask the Lord as you constrain and restrain us let our hearts understand your deep wisdom let our eyes be open to the future of glory that you have prepared for us as we go through the training cycles of life which you have ordained Lord help us to take every time every step every moment into account to know that it is your best will for us to live by your ability by your strength by your ordinances we thank you lord we bless you for this morning that your word spoken to us will revive this understanding in us and we'll live by your word in the mighty name of jesus amen